It's the start of a new year, and I'm launching my next 90-day transformational coaching and mentoring program. I call it the 90 Days to Increase Your Confidence and Conquer Your Fears Boot Camp. This program is right for you if you're tired of procrastinating the things that really matter. You have dreams you've never shared with someone else. You have trouble staying motivated to finish what you start. You struggle with accountability. This program is really right for you if you're ready to take your life to the next level. If this sounds like you, then visit faithtoconquerfear.com slash free resources to schedule your Faith to Conquer Fear strategy session, and we'll determine together if you're a good fit. But here's the catch. I'm only looking for 20 people to go through this program with me, and we start the first week of February. If you want to work with me directly over 12 weeks to develop a plan to achieve the dreams you've kept hidden way too long, then I'd like to invite you to a strategy session. Visit faithtoconquerfear.com slash free resources to schedule your call this week. Hello and welcome to the World According to Christy podcast. I'm Christy Demetrakis, your host, author of Faith to Conquer Fear, Inspiration to Achieve Your Dreams, and Amazon bestseller, Faith to Conquer Fear, The Journey. As always, I am so excited that you have chosen to join me for yet another what is going to be a fabulous podcast. As you know, if you've been listening to me for a while now, we've been doing this since June or so. I always have a mix. Sometimes you'll hear from me. Sometimes you'll hear from what I call my vintage friends from my old Faith to Conquer Fear and Sell Your Message radio shows. And then you'll hear from some new friends. And guess what? Today is a new friend. Today you're going to hear from Christy Kennedy. And let me tell you a little bit about Christy. Christy is the image confidence expert. I already love it. You're just gonna love it. By the time you hear this bio, you're just gonna be like, what? So she is an audacious leadership keynote speaker and authentic lifestyle author. As the owner of Queenfidence, how clever, Queenfidence Global Image Consulting, her electrifying inspirational gift empowers women with confidence and clarity keys to find their voice, free their voice, and look fabulous using their voice all things that are important. She specializes in four areas of peak performance, mindset mastery, massive momentum, magnetic messaging, and potential maximization. Try that on for size. She is a certified radical resilience trainer, which is very important these days, who builds powerhouse mindsets equipped for success. Christie's evocative teaching style elevates your self-perception from stuck to unstoppable invisible to invincible and timid to tenacious. Her bodacious belief is a testament that you can shift from mediocrity to magnificence, one daring action step at a time. That is powerful in and of itself, in and of itself. Christy, welcome to the World According to Christy podcast. Woo, thank you, Christy. I, you know, I was waiting to just say Christy back. <laughs> double Christy's, double Christy's, I love it. <laughs> Yes. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, look, before we start, well, I'm going to start with the, I'm going to start with the safe question. Tell us a little bit about your background and then I'm going to throw you a little curveball in there just so we can get to know you a little bit better. But tell us about your background. 
Born and raised in Sarasota, Florida, I came to Tallahassee, Florida in 1992 to attend Florida State University. I have two doggies, Queenie and Coco. I am married. I'm an only child. I have 20 vision boards, six vision books. So, you know, I'm sold on Mindset Mastery. Oh my gosh, 20 vision boards. Do you really? I'm a junkie. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yes, I do. You know what, speaking of vision boards, I went to a vision board workshop Mm -hmm. and I used to actually teach vision boards when I used to host conferences a few years ago, but I I went to one in November of 2018, I believe it was, was the last one I've been to, and I still have it. Mm. up on my in my on my office wall and of course the whole idea is that it's there you're seeing it you're not studying it but you're seeing it on a regular basis and it's so interesting as whenever I do take a moment to pause and look at it and go wow mm. I've actually done that and mm. that and that and that so there is power you you I mean we already know this there is power Absolutely. to putting it to making it visual mm-hmm and that's the thing. And, and, and so, and I was actually thinking the other day that I need to do it again, because it's been, you know, it's, again, it's been a couple of years and things change and some yeah. things we've accomplished, but yeah, wow. 20 vision boards. That's impressive though. I think <laughs> I'll stick to one. I think I'm just going to stick to one. <laughs> Honey, one is just as impactful because it's about the intensity. Yeah. If I have one, but I'm ignoring it, then it's like, I don't even have any, right? But 20 it's just amplifying your vision for your life and amplifying your belief. I call it bodacious belief. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about it, if you're trying to get out of a stuck place, a hard place, I always tell my clients, you're going to have to at least think whatever that negative thought is, I need you to do at least three, five, seven, a hundred to one to overcome that negative thought. That is so true. So since we're talking about vision boards, what are your 20? Is, is it one per, because I know people have to be thinking this because I'm, I'm wondering it. Is it one per topic? So you have a vision board for career, a vision board for health. Like how do you break these 20 down? Yes, for me, most times it's a theme around it. Mm-hmm. They say, for instance, vision board number 15, I'm looking at, that was about standing on more pronounced, profound stages, you know, world renowned, getting global exposure. And so that had only speaking topics on it. So hence I'm looking at, I'm not gonna shut up, do bold. So it's about the state of being that I wanna be in in those moments I can see, don't be afraid of who you are because I was magnifying my boldness in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so fascinating. Oh, I'm gonna really have to rethink this. I'm really (laughs) gonna have to rethink this. So while I'm off for the next few weeks, I should should revisit my vision board. Mm. And I will let you know if I come up with more than one. I feel like I'm gonna still have one. (laughs) I feel like it in my spirit, but my spirit might be open to something else. It might be open to something else. So that's fantastic. Okay. so. How did you get into this? So you told us you married, you know, got two dogs or two fur babies. Yes. How did you get into this r- radical resilience trainer and all the things that you're doing? What mm. got you to this place? Ooh, life 101, Christy. Mm. Hence, what, you know, when you get in that space and you reflect and you're looking back at your life in retrospect. And I began to look and I asked myself, what was that common theme that kept showing up? What was life's message to me? And I could often see adversity here, adversity there, adversity everywhere. And I had to constantly break through my own barriers, whether they were internal or external. And I remember when I was in that victim mindset, that victim state, 
and life was happening to me. I was always on the, what the, the bad side of life rather than being on the victorious side, the winning side of life. It was always, I'm, I'm coming up short. I'm a day late and a dollar short, right? And so I recognized that it was my own thinking patterns that kept creating these scenarios that I didn't want to see over and over and over again. And I can tell you the first vision book that I created, it was around dating. And I had had enough broken hearts to say, pause, time out. And I began to envision what would my ideal mate look like? But beyond that, I started with me. Who am I? Why am I here? And what do I want to leave as a lasting legacy? But when I got crystal clear on him, I went on a 13-year hiatus from dating till I figured out who I was. And I just began to create. And from that space, I saw that it worked. Because ultimately, I married the man that was in the vision book. Mm -hmm. But I recognized the power of my thoughts. But yeah, it was from adversity. Wow. Wow. And how did you get to the place where you realized that it was your mindset? Mm. When I looked up and I looked at what was being created, I knew it was my thinking. Mm-hmm. I knew that it started with, I didn't think I was worthy. If I didn't think I, I was, I had a voice to be heard, who would want to listen to me? All those different thoughts. And then what happens? You don't show up. You go to a networking meeting and you sit in the back. Mm-hmm. You become the wallflower. And so that, that was my story. I'm an introvert by nature. People don't, don't know it because I trained myself to be extrovert in service but when i turn this the the camera goes off you know when i do videos audios whatever it is i am back into book mode i'm reading i'm researching i'm meditating and so but i understood i had to learn my own energy patterns Mm -hmm. and so that was key but i didn't want to keep creating those same situations but i knew it started with me thinking differently yeah and what did you do to i mean i know you said you had a 13-year hiatus but what were some of the things you did to change your mindset Mm, to start to shift that pattern that's good so writing is a big part of that Mm -hmm. getting intimately acquainted with my own inner thoughts because as you know we have voices outside of us that are always trying to guide us into the direction they would want us to go into agendas you think about if you just go on social media for 60 seconds you've probably seen 50 advertisements somebody saying come join my program and so that's why I have these vision boards surrounding me Christy so I can focus on what matters most to me while everyone else has a bullhorn saying come over here and so that was a big piece of it mm-hmm So writing was one. What's another? Writing, writing, absolutely. And then affirming. I had to learn how to speak differently Mm, because once again, going back to that victim state of mind, I was always speaking like the victim. I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to have that, all that disempowering self-talk. It was not serving me. So I began to write out positive affirmations and I literally live by affirmations. I wake up in the morning and I'm starting to think a new thought. I can't even think yesterday's thought because today has new problems, new situations and challenges that I'm going to have to face and I have to elevate my thinking. So I often affirm every single day, I elevate my mental state from good to great. It was good yesterday, but today I need to be greater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. And where do you get these, uh, these affirmation statements from? What divine, are Divine inspiration. Everything inspires me. Mm-hmm. Like this morning when I was driving to the bank, I saw on the back of a truck, I saw three words and on the bumper sticker, it said, enjoy, transform, and design. So I said, I'll design my future, transform my life, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. That turned right into an affirmation just for me looking at the truck. So it's Mm -hmm. literally the air I breathe. Mm -hmm. 
and because because that is now your mindset mm-hmm. and that makes you look for things i love that so what would you say was the one mindset that was that was holding you back for the longest time mm. i was always hiding christy mm-hmm. and that's one on one vision board i'm looking at never hide and the mindset was if i showed myself the real me the all the multi-talented me, you know, someone was going to have a problem with it. And so I had to be okay with being gifted. Mm. The gravity of greatness, what's going to come with that? Because see, I wanted to play it safe. I only want to show you a few gifts and maybe you can handle that. But if I show you singing and speaking and writing and all, and you keep adding and you're coaching and you're a makeup artist, you're a jewelry designer, somebody's going to have a problem with that bigness. Mm -hmm. So I had to settle within myself that big is not even big enough. I'm going galactic. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So did you have some, have you had the pushback? So that the concern, right, was exactly what you said is that people would have a problem with it. And I know a lot of people struggle with that is how can I truly bring my authentic self in a way that is acceptable? Mm, mm. So how did you, how did you get to what, what was, did you have some of those challenges? very minimum okay the way i saw them show up christy is that people would basically exit stage left on their own Mm -hmm. friends that had been friends for decades all of a sudden i have even heard someone say god told me that we were not to be friends anymore and i thought that was quite interesting but Mm -hmm. i wish you well (laughs) yeah yeah. i would say thank you for thank you for the purge (laughs) (laughs) you are fully invested in who you want to become you don't even have time to entertain that kind of energy because mm-hmm. you, as you know as a leader you're going to need to be supported hence the gravity of greatness the weight that you're carrying heavy is the head that carries the crown that wears the crown said Shakespeare mm-hmm. and so it's a heavy heavy weight of responsibility and mm-hmm. it's critical and imperative to be surrounded by the right individual so as we're evolving and we're transcending those people are just going to move out the way as you mentioned so someone else can just gracefully step in hmm mm-hmm. So, and you know, I, I love all the things you're saying, Christine, you've got, clearly you have that mindset and you've built that over time. And what I don't want is for people listening to this going, oh my gosh, she's just got it together because you do, but it's still something that you continually work on, right? So take us back to the person who is where you were before that 13 year hiatus, you know, that you, that you took. Mm. How can people adjust because and this is where the resilience piece is going to come in right because over the last what nine months or so people's mindsets are in very different places we were in one place mar in march in the u.s because things were just happening so everybody's like okay yeah we can do this this is going to be short term it's going to be over and then it just kept going and it's still going and it's still going and yeah. all the things and I, you know I've, I've been telling people since this thing started we are in a divine window of time mm, i love that god has given us so many opportunities to get things right you know, I, I did a video for a, a Facebook group the other day. And one of the things I was talking about is that 2020 is not a throwaway year. So what are, what have we learned in 2020? What lessons have we learned? What have we learned about ourselves in 2020 that we didn't, wouldn't have had the opportunity or the time or the space to learn if everything was normal, right? Right. So knowing that people have gone from 
I thought this was going to be over to I'm being confronted with myself. I'm being confronted with my relationships. I'm being confronted with, 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 with. Mm -hmm. And now my mind is in a very different place or maybe not than it was nine months ago. What do they do to start? Because this is, this is no joke. Mental health is becoming more and more of an issue. And this, the pandemic didn't help right? from many people. It didn't help. So what are, where do people start? Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful question. I often say they start with the start mm -hmm. and it starts with a thought. I desire to make the change. And you, you may, you may think about when I was in that low place, I often say that the vision has to be greater than the valley create a vision that's greater than that valley because that's going to inspire that that's going to be your anchor that's going to give you something to hold on to hence late in the midnight hour when you're racking your brain trying to figure it out i've been there and i can specifically remember at my lowest christy it was a good five-year journey i'm gonna paint the picture I have seven fibroid tumors inside of my body that were growing. I have no health insurance. I'm a brand new entrepreneur, roughing it for five years straight, earning next to nothing every single year. You talk about a famine and I'm, I'm looking for the feast I was promised. <laughs> I see it nowhere in sight. And all I had, Christy, were my words. Mm -hmm. So we can either live by our words or we can die by our words. And I was determined not to die in that barren land. And I can see myself at the end of my hallway and I'm on my knees and I'm saying, I fight, not faint. I fight, not faint. I fight, not faint. And I had to build my own inner man up to believe that we're going to get through this. And it was a lot of tears shed. Mm. Believe you me. But they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. And mm -hmm. so I kept holding on to something brighter, something bigger and something better was on the way. And it took five years to get out of that, that place. And ultimately, hence having a vision that was greater than my valley, I had the surgery and I was able to have those fibroid tumors removed. But that was a lot of suffering, finance and health at the same time. Same time. But I needed it because for this day, that all the things that I do around mental health and wellness coaching, seven to eight hours a day, Christy, I'm helping others build their own internal resilience. But think about it. If I had not gone through that testing time, it, at, at the time, it didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. What purpose does it serve? And our pain serves a purpose. And now I have people that come to me every single day, five days a week, saying, teach me how to keep my mind strong. Yeah. That's yeah. Wow, that's so powerful. You, you, said, you said a whole lot in there, but the things I want to make sure that, that people are getting is the process. the process because we are in instant gratification generation and we want to declare it today and it show up tomorrow, but we've got to be prepared. Right. And that's where the resilience comes in. That's where the intestinal fortitude comes in. That's where the faith comes in. That's where you got to be consistent comes in despite hell or high water, <laughs> faith or fear, all of that. Yes. And so I want to make sure that people don't miss that part, right? Just because you don't see it happen, right? Like tomorrow, just because you said it today, doesn't mean it's not going to happen. That's right. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So this is the process and it's a journey. But also, I love the things that you're saying. It's still back to the actions. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the waiting. Because I know, you know, some people can be very, very spiritual. And we haven't talked about prayer. 
we talked about declaring, but, you know, you know, people, sometimes they think their action is just praying. And I say, that's just one piece. One piece. That's just one piece. You still have to do things. So even what you were mentioning, the writing, the vision boards, uh, the declaring, all of those things are actions that you're taking to help with you, to help your mindset. So you ultimately accomplish those things. Mm-hmm. I love all of those. I love all of those. Mm-hmm. So what challenge, and you, you've mentioned a couple of things, but what challenge has taught you the most of everything, everything, of all the things you've been through, what challenge has taught you the most? And what are some key principles that you learned? Mm-hmm. I believe that health challenge was definitely high at the list. Mm-hmm. Because every single month, for those that aren't familiar with fibroid, a woman during her menstruation, she loses an exorbitant amount of blood. And so I would have so many embarrassing moments where I saw my pants in public. And a, there are millions of women that are suffering in silence with this issue. And to be able to experience that, it has given me a greater level of empathy for those that are hurting, those that are suffering. And so if someone sits in, in, the, in the coaching seat with me at the table, I'm literally in tears as I'm listening to their story because I can see myself deeper and better in the eyes of others now through, through their situation. I don't think I would have had this level of empathy if I had not gone through that prolonged season of suffering. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I tell people, everybody wants to be a diamond until it's time to go through diamond formation. And see, with diamond formation, it takes an intense heat and you bring in extreme pressure and bring them together to form this diamond. And it's buried hundreds of miles below the earth's surface. Nobody can't see you. (laughs) You can't even see it. You can't see the process. Right? Yes. So it takes strength to shine. It takes sacrifice to shine. It takes stamina to shine. It takes steadfastness to, to shine. It takes surrender to shine that journey that you're talking about. So I honestly, that's the one I'll never forget because I can even remember my mom when I went home to visit her, Christy, and it was the lowest point with those fibroid tumors and I couldn't get to change my my sanitary napkin fast enough and I had blood all over her floor. And it's like, I just saw my life mm-hmm. in, in front of me. You can't mm-hmm. even imagine going through that. And I cried most of the night, but it was, I had... I had no power in my mind to change the situation because I needed thirty to $40,000 to afford a surgery that I didn't have. So I was dealing with it. And that's another piece. We've got to deal with hard things. And no one knew, Christy, this is the other piece. No one knew to the degree that I was suffering. Mm-hmm. That's a part of going through your process with grace with gratitude and thanksgiving. I'm still alive. There's always something to be thankful for. Life is a special occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So well said. So so how do you create that momentum? Because mm-hmm. you, you're going through, you're going through, many people are going through a lot of things right now. Unemployment, health, lost loved ones. <laughs> you know, they're realizing marriage is good. Marriage is not good. I mean, there's, you realize, I, I thought I was raising my kids. Really, the teachers were. people are coming to a lot of realizations over the last nine months and how do they so assuming they do all the things you've said so far which I think are fantastic how can they get to a place of creating some level of momentum 
to keep themselves going. We don't know when this pandemic is gonna be over. And so I always find it interesting that everybody's like, oh my God, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. But you know what? Everything that was in 2020 is gonna carry over into 2021 if you don't change something. Come on. <laughs> it's gonna stay, you're just, you're just carrying it from year to year to year to year. Taking you into that space. Um, so exact, so it's just, it doesn't cut off just because the calendar changed. Mm. So how, how do people, in the face of all the setbacks and things, and this is probably the resilience piece, right? But in the face of everything that is going on right now, what, what do they, what do they do? Three words, find your focus. Because going back to those voices, whether it's CNN, NBC, whatever you watch, social media, once again, it's going to create even more confusion for you. So you want to find your focus. And what I have my clients do, Christy, is draw a circle. I call it the passion circle. Mm -hmm. And on the inside of that circle, you write the things you want to focus on. If that's three to five things over the next six months, what's that that's important to you? I have it on my refrigerator. What matters most to you now? I'm not talking about six weeks from now, but even for those daily moments, you're going to need something to keep you focused in the moments. Because I say you got to master your moments. Because you think about it, you can wake up and you're feeling great, right? It's like, oh, I got all this energy. And all of a sudden you see a, a post and, and it puts you in a, a different headspace. That's a moment. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, don't allow your moments to turn into what monuments and you get stuck. So we don't want to live in that space. So create your passion circle, find your focus, put what's most important and then do it now. Mm -hmm. Every single day. That's how I got out of, the, out of that state of depression. Remember I was talking about my challenge with the, the finances and the health simultaneously. It was, it was a 10 month period that I experienced. All of a sudden I'm in a dark depression. And one day I woke up and that was two, 2007. And I said, 2008 is going to be great. It shifted in my mind. Mm -hmm. I made a decision that I'm not going to keep living like this. And so my challenge to myself was to do one thing every single day to create momentum. And then the next thing I did, Christy, was I have a success, success tracking journal. Even to this day, I keep track of what am I doing? Now I'm holding myself accountable. And I would write down whatever that one thing was. Mm -hmm. And now it's multiple things. I'm doing so much. And so now I'm going to have time to write down in the success yeah, tracking journal, right? <laughs> What a problem to have. Lifestyle. Yes, yes. I love that. Oh my gosh, you've given us so much great information. And I knew our time was going to fly. And then we could keep talking forever because <laughs> this is this is right up my alley. I love it. My spirit is, is jumping. So tell folks how to contact you. Yes, you can find me on the World Wide Web at queenfidence.com, Q-U-E-E-N-F-I-D-E-N-C-E, -E -E -E, or christykennedy.com, K-R-I-S-T-I-E, Kennedy, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y.com. I love it. I love it. And, and one more time, tell folks what it is that you coach people on. So if people are going to reach out to you, people... What type of people should be reaching out to you? Mm -hmm. Anybody that's really ready to elevate their inner image. So I deal with everything that's happening internally that's keeping them stuck. And I want to shift them from stuck to unstoppable. If they're afraid of using their voice, I am their coach. If they're afraid of moving forward, I am their coach. If they're afraid of the unknown, I'm their coach. If they're afraid of what people may say or think about them, I am their coach. If they're dealing with anxiety and depression, I am the one. 
I love it. She's the one. (laughs) (laughs) We will get you all together. Yes, I love it. Well, Christy, thank you so much. I I just love having two Christies. This was just cool. But thank you so much for being my special guest on the World According to Christy podcast. And thank you all for joining in and watching. I encourage you to subscribe to make sure you don't miss any episodes as I'm going to continue to have fantastic guests each week. Uh, I'm doing what I love. And I'll talk to you all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the World According to Christy podcast. If you're ready to increase your confidence, increase your faith, and conquer your fears, visit faithtoconquerfear.com to schedule a free strategy session with Christy.